tell me they're a prophet or a prophetess or whatever. And there's some, in recent times, this person's gotten a really bad name because people are prophesying what they want to happen, not what the Spirit of God is telling them is going to happen. And so uh, what we're going to do is last week and this week we had a little problem with our live stream, and so we're figuring that out. We're not sure if it's software or computer, but we'll have that fixed this week. And so what we're going to do is they're going to they're going to record tonight audio and when Bobby call if Bobby calls you up first of all if if Bobby calls you up and you don't want to come you don't have to okay but he's not going to say anything bad about you that's not what prophecy is he's not going to call out all your sins publicly he'll write them along a little note and give them to you when you leave you know but um but what we'll do is we'll make the audio file available so you'll, you can just go to it and, and hear your name. Because sometimes it's really hard to remember everything. You can write it down and keep that. So let's give Pastor Bobby a welcome as he comes up here. Minister to the Lord and receive back from him. Amen. This is a, this is a two-way deal, right? Amen. We minister to him. We praise him, worship him. We pray, and he ministers back to us. And so that's simply the cycle of God's blessing. So uh, here's what I'd like to do tonight. I'd like to start with just uh, setting uh, kind of some understanding. I, I, I literally, you know, I'm a teacher at heart, so I have to discipline myself. But I, I just want to give you an understanding of, of what we're doing tonight. Then I'll give you a couple of ground rules. And then we're just going to stand together. We're just going to pray. I know there's no worship plan. We're just going to, you know, you don't need a band to worship. Right? Amen. So we're just going to stand. We're just going to put our eyes on Jesus and just pray and just position ourselves and invite the Holy Spirit's ministry. And then the rest is up to him. You might say, well, do you have an agenda? No agenda. I have no plans. Uh, a few things the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and little things he's shown me this afternoon that I want to roll from. But uh but generally, we're just we're just we're just here for a season. We don't need to, you know, be prolonged. We're just going to do what the Holy Spirit puts in front of us to do, and then we'll stop and we'll all give praise to Jesus. Is that a deal? Is that a plan? All right. So here's here's what we'll do. Let's uh, let's put a couple of slides up if we can, Terry, just to show people some scriptural uh, basis because uh, this is a church that believes in the Bible. Amen. And what we do, we do because of the Scripture. And I thought it would be helpful if we just refresh a couple of scriptures that are relevant to what we're doing tonight so first of all in first corinthians chapter 12 verses 7 through 10 uh, the chapter starts off by the apostle paul saying now concerning spiritual gifts i don't want you to be ignorant or uninformed so the chapter's focus is spiritual gifts big category spiritual gifts we get down to verse 7 and he's talking specifically here, while there are many different spiritual gifts in the Bible, he's talking about what I refer to as the manifestation gifts of the Spirit, all right? So this is what the text says. Now to each one, notice it says to each one, every Spirit-filled believer has the capacity, if listening to and obeying the Holy Spirit's voice, you have the capacity and potential to be used of the Holy Spirit in any of these nine manifestations. Isn't that cool? It is cool. Some of you aren't sure it's cool. It is cool. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit given is given for the common good. So what is it for? It's for the edification of all, right? 
To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by the means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing or discerning between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, still to another the interpretation of tongues. If you counted those up, there are nine gifts, all right, there are nine a total manifestation gifts. They fall neatly into three categories. There are the gifts that are vocal, there are the revelation gifts, and then there are the power gifts. All of those are worked by the same Holy Spirit. And they're simply available if, we, if, if they're at the Holy Spirit's disposal as he determines, and we don't control them. We can't just turn a lever on, turn a lever off, and make it work like that because they're under the Holy Spirit's control. Amen? So uh, if you're here tonight, either way, and I don't call you out, don't feel like God ignored you or he doesn't love me, it's just there's a limitation of time, all right? And I'm going to do the best I can to be sensitive to the Spirit, and we'll, um, we'll just get as many done as we can. Let's look at the next uh, scripture I had for us. There we go. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, two chapters later, we have a whole chapter given to order in the church. It teaches us about how church order is properly maintained because the church of Corinth was a mess, all right? So in order to avoid confusion, it gives us some guidelines specifically about the vocal gifts. Those are dealt with in chapter 14. The vocal gifts are what? Tongues, interpretation, and prophecy. And so here it's given us some highlights, some things that we're to do. So it says, but the one who prophesies speaks to the people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Stop there just for a moment. Now, can, can all of you just relax for a moment and say, oh, that all sounds good. That, everything we just read there sounds good. So the purpose of the gift of prophecy is for strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. So those three words suggest how the Holy Spirit uses the manifestation of prophecy to build us up. It is for our good. And the result is not to tear you down, but to build you up. The result is to strengthen us. It's not to expose us. It's not this weird idea of someone's going to, you know, tell me, uh, you know, some gross sin in my life and expose it, embarrass me. It's not about that. It's about strengthening you, comforting you, and helping you to grow in the Lord. Thank you for that highlight there, Terry. Uh, four, verse 4, anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies who? Themselves. So that gift is for myself. It's for myself strengthening self-edification. But it goes on to say, but the one who prophesies is edifying who? The church, the body. So this is a gift for the church to edify. The word edify means to build up. In the same way you would build a house, we are being built up, constructed by the Holy Spirit, building up, feel stronger and better. So the purpose of... Uh, we see here very clearly the purpose of the gift of prophecy and where it's aimed at is for edification. And he goes on in verse 5 to talk about other things. What he's basically saying is I, you can speak in tongues, it's fine, but, but prophecy is going to always edify everybody. Why? Because we all understand it. It's in our language. We understand it. Tongues, we have to have an interpretation. So he's trying to say prophecy is paramount to tongues and interpretation of tongues, and the, but the rules are the same. So we all understand that. One more, one more verse over in 1 Thessalonians, and we'll get started. So let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19 and 20. And this is just one little section out of an interesting couple of verses that tell us some things to, to keep in mind. They're just kind of one-liners that God gives through Paul to the Thessalonica church. And it says this, Do not 
quench the Spirit. Now, I am thankful that I am here tonight at a church that has chosen not to quench the Holy Spirit. Quenching the Spirit means we simply don't want to allow the Spirit to have any freedom. We want to push him into a box. We want to control him rather than letting him control us. And, and, and there are many Christians, as well as churches, that quench, that are guilty of quenching the Holy Spirit. We don't want to be that kind of people, do we? That doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that we're a church of disorder and confusion. Everything must be done decently and in order, right? But here it says, don't quench the Holy Spirit. Watch this. And do not treat prophecies with contempt. So I warn you tonight, don't look at this. You know, if you're here just checking it out, that's just fine. If you're a skeptic, that's just fine. Holy Spirit will take care of whatever needs to. But there is a warning here that we should not look upon the gift of prophecy like contempt. Now, let me say this as a disclaimer. Pastor Terry just said this. Um, I do a lot of traveling in different parts of the world, and certain parts of the world, uh, over the last 20 years or 30 years, there has been a proliferation of people who are what I would simply call self-appointed prophets, okay? And these self-appointed prophets, to be candid with you, most of them, most of them are false prophets, and, and so they gather people around themselves because of their gift and, or their charisma, they gather people around, and then they, then they hold little meetings. And, and basically, all of it is for their own self-promotion. That has given prophecy in certain parts of the world. In particular, Africa seems to be worse than the rest, although some other countries are, are, are right behind them. And I do extensive traveling all throughout the continent of Africa and have for, for 40 years. And I'm finding this more and more, and it's very concerning to me because what it does is it's giving prophecy a bad name. And, and so, and, pe- and there are actually people who are charging you to bring a $100 gift, put it here on the altar tonight, and then I'll give you a prophecy. Uh, yeah, that's extremely common. Am I right, Marco? Am I right? It's ex- very, very common in parts of Africa. So we don't do that, all right? So that, that's wrong. But there are many people who even, even in America in the last couple of years, uh, ha- it's just gotten, I think it's because of the proliferation of social media. So everybody's a prophet now, and everybody's sharing prophecies, and everybody wants to share some other prophecy that they hear that they think is cool. They think is, wow, that's really great. Well, you know, the Bible tells us that we should test prophecy. All prophecies should be judged and tested. So what I'm going to be doing tonight is really kind of a little bit of a, of a flow in different, using different of the vocal and knowledge gifts and maybe even some other gifts. So what I'm going to be doing isn't just strictly prophecy, but just trying to flow by the Spirit. It's not important that we give a name to everything and keep neat little categories. What's important is that we hear the Holy Spirit, we flow with Him, and we do what He pleases. Amen? And as a result of that, the church is edified, people's needs are met, it's all good, right? So, but just know these things need to be tested. I submit these things. That's one reason that I said we need to record tonight because I, I, years ago, I just made a policy. I just never minister publicly and, and many times even privately will not do it without someone recording at least audio if not video because that way it can be judged. It can be tested. And for your sake, <clears throat> you can go back and benefit from it later. And something the Lord spoke to you a year ago or five years ago or ten years ago. Carrie and I, the other day, we recently went through a, a move to a new residence, and we found cassette tapes. I know many of you don't know what those are. They're little, these little. <laughs> anyway, so we found some recorded tapes of prophecies that we received literally 
30, 40, 45 years ago. It's amazing the tape was still good. But it, and there were things that we knew the Spirit of God spoke. And it gave us great encouragement to hold on to those things that God had spoken to us and said, Lord, this, you've already fulfilled this, 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 but we're waiting on this right here. You said it, we believe it, we're waiting on you to fulfill it. So my point is, there's some value to the reason that we're recording this audio. And, and so let me tell you what the ground rules are tonight, and then we'll get wrong. Sorry, I'm talking real fast. So the ground rules are these. We're going to, like I just said, we're going to start with prayer. We're going to stand up and pray the rest of the evening. You're welcome to stand or sit, whatever you need to do. Come to the altar, pray, whatever you feel led to do. So I don't come forward unless I call you forward. I may call groups of people forward with different, I may call and say something, and if, if you um, uh, are responding to that, you may come together. If I call you up and you are here with a spouse, not whether, so if you're here and you are here with a spouse and I call you forward, see, I don't know who's married and who's not. So I just ask you to come together. It's just easier for me to minister to you that way. So when you come, I'm going to ask you your name. Or if I have you just stand up where you're at. If I just have maybe like a one sentence word for you, I may just have you stand up where you're at and not come all the way to the front. If I do, I'm going to say, would you tell me what your name is? Just tell me your first name. Just so you know, Pastor Terry is not giving me a list of people and say, make sure that you give you know, the, these names right here and call those names out. So I don't have that advantage. So if I call you out, though, just give your first name. The reason is so that you can find it on the audio recording because it's all going to be in one audio file. Does that make sense to everybody? All right, so I'll call you forward. You either come forward or stand up based on whatever the situation is, and then we're just going to minister to you. So, some prophetic words or some insights or some ministry may be prayer. Some of it may be prophecy. Some of it may be discernment. Some of it may be uh, a, a, um, a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, some discernment. It could be a myriad of things, all right? So keep that in mind, and let's just do what God has to do. Is everybody good? All right, at the end of the day, we're going to give Jesus praise for all of it. Amen? All right, would you stand to your feet? Hallelujah. Let's just, let's just begin to worship the Lord. Just begin to, in your own voice, just thank him, praise him. We'll just pray and invite the Holy Spirit's presence here. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Jesus. Oh, we praise you tonight. We thank you tonight. Jesus, we praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We worship you tonight in this place. We thank you that this is a house of prayer. We thank you this is a house of praise tonight. Oh, we thank you that this is the house of the Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord God, that you're bringing nations into this house and sending them forth. Father, we ask that tonight you would come. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Take control. Take control of every word that is spoken. Over every one of us, Lord, that are here tonight to hear from you. Lord, I know I just, I, I, I sense, Lord, that, that many have come with hungry hearts, anticipating hearts, wanting to know, wanting to hear from you. Oh, Lord, we're not here to predict the future. We're here to, to simply edify people by the word of the Lord. We acknowledge, Lord, that prophecy can be uh, foretelling or it can be forthtelling. Lord, we acknowledge tonight that it might be just a word of encouragement. 
of you telling us how much you care about us and how much you love us. So we're here to receive whatever you have for us, Lord. We have expectations, but Lord, we're not, <clears throat> we're not going to limit you. We're saying, Lord, we expect you to do what is in the fullness of your purpose and your will for us, for this church, for this community. And Lord, we just yield to you right now. We surrender to the Holy Spirit. Surrender totally to you right now. Everyone just say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here tonight. Have freedom to do what you want to do. I promise to hear clearly, to receive, and to give you praise. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You can be seated or you can stand, whatever is comfortable for you. Praise Jesus. Lord, we give you thanks tonight. Lord, we give you thanks tonight. We give you thanks and praise tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory tonight. We give you glory tonight. Uh, young man, I think you just introduced yourself to me. Is your name Jeremiah? Did I remember right? Yeah, uh, stand up here. So usually if someone's sitting on the front row, Jeremiah, that means they're extra special hungry tonight. Because see, everybody else is sitting in the back row, seeing all that. So that means you've got a special level of hunger, and God loves to minister to people with extra hunger. And so uh, tonight, just, uh, we'll just hear the voice of the Lord for you. Hallelujah. 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 Jeremiah, the Lord is saying that you have chosen to follow after him and to run after him, but it was not an easy choice. When you made that decision, there was some cost involved, and it meant even some disappointing some people, confusing some people, but you knew that God had begun to work in your heart and led you to a place of consecration. And because of the choice that you made, now your heart is set on the Lord. And my son, I want you to know that the past, the past is under my blood. And you are standing here this night righteous in right standing before me, the Lord your God, not because of performance and not because of the efforts of the past, but you are here because you have reached out and received my forgiveness and my grace. For you are a new creation. And old things have passed away. And so I say unto you tonight, put the past behind you and forget it. Release it and let it go. And continue to run after me. Although there are struggles and although there are temptations from the past, keep raising their head in your life. I say if you'll resist them in my name, I'll give you the strength to overcome. There is no temptation, my son, that will come against you that you will not be able to resist. You have the power to say no. You have the power to negate. You have the power to choose the right path. For others and even some of your relationships and friends are choosing paths that are destructive. They're choosing paths that will reap 
evil consequences. But because you have chosen the right path and you are pursuing me, even though you look at yourself and say, I'm just not growing, I'm not mature enough, I'm not where I need to be, the Lord is saying to you tonight, you are my son and I am your heavenly father and I love you and I embrace you tonight with all of my heart and this I know, I have a purpose and although it may not be fully made known yet, I will chapter by chapter reveal it to you. So I say unto you, my son, continue to run hard after me with an open heart, an open mind, and a, and a commitment to, to make the right choices now and in your future, thus says the Lord. Lord, bless Jeremiah tonight. Hallelujah. Seal that word to his heart. Encourage and strengthen him tonight, we pray. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. God bless you. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Uh, I felt a, a word of knowledge earlier this afternoon regarding uh, ovarian cysts. And I don't know if there's a, a woman here tonight or women that have, um, that are aware of a current ovarian cyst that you're that you have or that's been diagnosed or whether you have a history of of that and uh, if, if if either is the case I'd like for you just to stand up right now please just stand up right where you're at mm -hmm. okay so there's three all right do y'all mind coming forward you mind so we're gonna lay hands on them thank you Jesus thank you Jesus hallelujah Sometimes the Holy Spirit will actually bring words of knowledge about situations forward just really to put a spotlight on you, not only to resolve and to address that situation, but also in order just to, to encourage you that he's aware of what's going on. So we're just going to pray right now over all three of you in this particular situation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over any existing ovarian cysts, growths. In the name of Jesus, regardless of how long it's been there, no matter um, what the diagnoses may be, we take authority over them. And right now, Lord Jesus, we're asking for healing power to surge through their body, burn burn out that cyst right now and dissolve them. Dissolve the cysts in the name of Jesus. We take authority of the condition, the physical, physiological conditions that uh, make them more likely to have ovarian cysts in the name of Jesus. And we take authority over that and we ask for complete healing from that condition in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And every, every other effect that has come from that right now in the name of Jesus we take authority over it and Lord uh, right now we just ask for complete relief we ask for complete health and restoration for their bodies and we receive it right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus sister what's your first name Jenna, Jenna um, the Lord is just showing me that you have struggled with fear fear has uh, raised its head in your life uh, as a matter of pattern and uh, I don't know if there's something today in particular that you're 
that you're grappling with, but there's a fear issue, and the Lord today just wants to speak to you to encourage you about that. For my daughter, I made you. I have known you since you were in your mother's womb, and I have created you with purpose. And I say to you, fear has no place in your mind and in your life. Stand upon the promises of my word, says the Lord, and you will learn victory over this, for it has been a stronghold, but your weapons are great and mighty. To address it, to pull it down, and that you may also be able to deploy all of the weapons uh, that are a part of your spiritual armor. Wear it well and learn to stand against the lies and the deceit of the evil one for he surely roars loud but you have a victory over him for I have not given you a spirit of fear but of love and power and a renewed mind stand therefore in the promises of God my daughter that you may be able to not only overcome this but minister to others that also struggle in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah we praise you Lord we praise you we praise you. And what's your first name? Sarah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Sarah, I'm just seeing in my spiritual uh, mind and I um, uh, question marks just uh, hanging over you. And I feel like the interpretation of that is that you've been dealing with a lot of questions. You've been really asking God a lot of questions and you've, you have to get answers to all of them. And these, uh, I'm not sure what the questions are about, whether they're just about your faith or about direction, but I feel like uh, the Lord wanted me just to say that, just to, to affirm the fact that he knows you and he knows what you're going through and he knows that there are things that are unknown to you. For the Lord would say unto you, I am the all-knowing God. And I know your past and I know your future. And even as you have asked me for confirmation about the steps and the decisions that you're to take, I want you to know, my daughter, that I've heard your cry. I've heard your request. And even as my word declares, I will order your steps. Do not allow your mind to outpace the work of the Spirit. Don't overthink. But instead, stand in prayer, believing that I will honor my promise to you. For I say that although there have been steps in the past that you regret and now causes you to doubt and wonder, just rest this night and know that I am in control. And I will unveil to you the steps that you are to take, even those steps that are impending that are right upon you now, the decisions that you're being asked to make, for I will help you to make them lean upon me and not your own understanding, and I will direct your path, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, seal these words, these two sisters. Just seal them right now. We thank you that you love them so much. So much that you administer not only help and healing, but also words of encouragement to them. We give you praise. We give you thanksgiving for that right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Did those words minister to you? Did you feel, in, what, what did we say this for? Strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. Did you feel any of those three? We check them off? Did we do it? All right. Hallelujah. Once y'all return to your seats. Hallelujah. Yes. A name for the mic. Ann. Standing with Jackie. You don't have an ovarian cyst, do you? I'm just checking. Just checking again. I didn't think so. I just, you know, brother. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. For you know, my daughter, that I am the God of healing because you have received my healing in the past. You have developed your faith muscle for depending upon me for health and strength no matter what you have faced. While you have faced it personally and even in the life of your own children and even for your own beloved husband, you have learned to walk in faith for health. So this night, says the Lord, I give you a renewed covenant that I am the God that heals you. I am Jehovah Rapha, and I am the God that will heal you upon the basis of your faith. So as you release your faith now, release every other uh, thought that would tell you otherwise. And stand firm, says the Lord, because I cannot... I will not only be able to dissolve, but I am able to resolve. For I am the God that brings resolution to things. And I say that I will grant even the physicians that may be involved, I will grant them with wisdom that is beyond their training. And I say that I have control over the test, I have control over the test results. And I say to you, my daughter, remember this beyond all else, that I have a report. They, you may receive other reports, and it may be based upon even the truth of medical science and diagnostics, but I want you to know, my daughter and my son, that I have a truth and I have a report that super, that is super intends over that. My report, my truth is the greatest because I stand alone overall as the sovereign, omnipotent God. And so even as I promised as a covenant healing God, that covenant to my children many, many hundreds of years ago, even so to you, I say, trust me and believe me to fulfill my end of the bargain. If you will believe and you will walk in faith and walk in the wisdom that I give you, for I'll give you specific steps that you are to take, walk those out with the wisdom that I provide, and I say that you will experience the fullness and the, and the fullness of my plan and the fullness of my blessings as promised. Hallelujah. So, Lord, right now we release just the power of Jesus to her body, her mind, her emotions right now, we just, even the emotions that have been on edge lately, that have just been, seems like out of balance, and there's just been a lot of uh, back and forth, and, and it's been a concern to you, it's been a concern to your family, and saying, what's going on with her? Uh, is, is she okay? And the Lord just says right now for you to know that I am the God that can control your emotions. For I've come not only to heal you from your sins, but I've also come to heal you from the instability of emotions when those waves come over you, says the Lord. I'll bring stability where there's been instability. And where there's been rocky, rocky waves coming against you, I'll call 
calm the storm, says the Lord. So trust me in this. Lord, release her tonight from every doubt in the name of Jesus. From everything that has come to unsettle her. That's come to shake her from the things that she knows deep inside. We thank you tonight for the word of the Lord that will minister life to her. Life to her in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Receive that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out something that uh, <laughs> seems a little strange to, to you. So um, this, this would obviously apply to ladies. Um, if you have... Uh, like you're wearing tonight on your body uh, a piece of jewelry that has a pearl in it. A piece of jewelry that has like a necklace of pearls or one pearl or maybe a pearl ring. Would you stand up right now? Are there any ladies here tonight that have pearls? Anyone else? Anyone else? Is there anybody here? Just keep standing if you don't mind. Anybody here who had pearls on this morning? You were here this morning in the service. Anybody else? Yeah, yeah, two of you. All right, four, yeah, great, three of you. Anyone else? All right. Ladies, do you mind coming forward just for a moment? I felt like the Lord just said that uh, uh, this word is not about your pearls. All right, just so you know. But it, it, it was the way that I felt like the Holy Spirit gave me to call you forward and for us to minister to you. Great. I know you didn't have pearls on, but you can come stand with her. That's good. That's good. You too. Great. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, first of all, just something general, and then I'll, I'll just go down the row here and just pray over you. I felt like the Lord wanted each of you to know that how remarkably special you are in his sight and how much he cares about you. Um, you are, you are his pearl. You are his special jewel. And the Lord wants you to know that if it were only you, if it were only you and me, he would have still sent his son to die for you. He cares that much about you. And ladies, you uh, are standing here tonight because there has been some um, self-identity struggles that have gone on in your life, uh, maybe in the past or maybe even in the present. And the Lord tonight wants to minister some encouragement and even healing for identity issues for you tonight in the name of Jesus. So, sister, let me get your first name so I can just pray over you right now. Becky, all right. And, and your husband? Bring, okay. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, tonight for Becky. We thank you for um, she's wearing this pearl tonight, having no idea when she put it on. That it would mean that you wanted to say something to her. Lord, we thank you tonight that you are speaking words of encouragement because in the past others have attacked her unkindly said uh, unkind, mean-spirited words, and even people who have, who have sent curses her way and have caused her great grief and sorrow. 
And tonight, Lord, we're standing with her and breaking her loose from every one of those assignments in the name of Jesus. We break her loose from those right now. And any effects that may have had on her marriage or her family, we loose her from it right now in the name of Jesus. And we say they are no longer effectual. They are no longer have any power to them. They will no longer uh, cause you discouragement and depression. But you are free from this tonight. Are you listening to what the Lord is saying? You are free from this tonight. For the Lord said, I have loved you with a precious love. And you are special to me and reject the lies that have been spoken over you, about you, and sent to you and stand firmly in my truth that you are the beloved of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You receive that? Thank you, Jesus. Bless her tonight. Bless her tonight. Bless her tonight. Bless her tonight in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. Your name? All right, Teresa. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Teresa, there's been um, uh, a particular uh, stronghold of discouragement that has had its place in your life. And yet you could actually look at where things are at today and you could say things are a whole lot better now. Things are a whole lot better now. But I feel like the Lord is giving me discernment that there's something that had opened the door years and years and years ago, um, maybe even in your childhood, that allowed discouragement and a dark, a really a dark hole almost that it was easy for you to crawl into. Uh, and hide out in. And, and the Lord tonight just wants to totally break uh, all of that off, even though it was in the past. I feel like there's still a, a small open door uh, that the enemy might want to use today. And so we're just going to seal it up right now. Uh, Lord, we thank you that you love her so much. And uh, Lord, that there may have been difficult moments in her past uh, where she felt that the heavy cloud of discouragement uh, was haunting her and hanging over her and causing her to be despondent, causing her to entertain thoughts that are, uh, are, are, were not true and were not of you. And so right now, we arrest every stronghold of discouragement and despondency in Jesus' name. We break the power of it off of her right now in Jesus' name. And we say unto you, you are free tonight. You are free from the effects of all of that discouragement and the darkness that left even some voids in you that have been difficult for you to find a way for the Holy Spirit to fill in. And it's been a challenge for you to even find how do I live, how do I really let the Holy Spirit control that part of my life because it had not been under his control and had been out of your control even in the past. And you haven't been sure how to yield those things and how to let the Holy Spirit take over. But the Holy Spirit tonight is just saying to you, I'm ready if you're ready. I'm ready if you're ready. And all I'm looking for is a willing heart. All I'm looking for tonight is an openness. And the Lord said, don't try to talk your 
way out of it this time, but just listen to my word and let my word be true, and I will set you free, and I'll cause you to take major steps of improvement in your mood, moods and in, in your uh, intellectual and emotional realm. I will allow you to gain a much greater level of victory than you've ever known possible. Because tonight, in Jesus' name, we put this stronghold under our feet. We say that it can no longer reign and rule in her mind and in her emotions and her being. And tonight, we proclaim the Holy Spirit upon her life in a fresh and a powerful way. We thank you for a loving husband. We thank you for his encouragement and for the prayers that he's been praying over his wife. And we thank you, Lord, that you're hearing them and you're enacting upon them and, and you're bringing them to pass right now in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We just release more, 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 more over her tonight in Jesus' name. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Just receive that freedom in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Y'all can go ahead and take your seats if you would in your first name. Jean, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jean, the Lord wants you to know that your assignments are not over. Your assignments are not over. The Lord has more assignments for you to fulfill. And there have been times in your life that you've been so busy caring for others that you hadn't really had the ability and the bandwidth to even consider something new and fresh. And the Lord just says, get ready now because I'm getting ready to put you under a new assignment. Keep your ears tuned in to me because I'm going to be directing and sending and deploying you to do certain things because you are now my servant on assignment. You are a precious daughter of Zion, and even this night I give you this assurance that there is more life coming your way, and there are more assignments, and you have no reason to feel like, okay, I'm done. I can truly kick back. I don't need to... I've done my part. The Lord said, you have only just begun what I have for you to accomplish. And I say that I will make it known to you. Just keep your eyes fixed on me, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That sounds exciting, Gene. That's good. Hallelujah. All right. Yes, first name, Sharon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for sharing tonight. Oh, we praise you. We thank you tonight. Thank you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, the phrase that's coming to me tonight, Sharon, is the phrase untapped potential. I feel like the Lord is showing me that you have accomplished a lot already in life. And there's a lot that you've done. There's a lot that you could point to. You're, you 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 bring with you a resume. But I feel like the Lord says tonight, you have yet to even consider the things that I want to untap in your life. For there are gifts that have yet been honed and sharpened, and I have more gifts to bestow upon you and will flow through you. 
And I say to you, my daughter, yes, this has been a testing season. It has been a season of difficulty and stress and anxiety uh, unparalleled in your own life. But I want you to know that I'm the one that has walked with you through it. And I will continue to walk with you and through you. And so I say unto you, my daughter, raise your dreams higher. Dream higher. Raise your vision. For I say that I am prepared to do new and greater things through you because I am the one that is working them out in you. And I gave you, and you've known this since you were a little child, I gave you the ability to think and process through things that other people couldn't quite grasp. And I did that for a reason, but you've yet to even apply or receive all the things that I want to use those gifts to do. And I say surely that many of the abilities and talents and skills that you have were there from birth, but there are other supernatural gifts that you've yet to exercise, and they're coming your way. And so I challenge you, my daughter, this night, have an open heart, have an open heart, but just reach out to me in a fresh way because my arms are reached out to you, and they're reaching out to wrap around your life with more love than you've ever received before. And I say that as I do that, I'm going to be imparting new things your way you're going to be able to receive from me and new things new ways for I have new lands and new peoples and new sectors and new areas that I'm going to uh, put in your path and I'm going to give you the ability to address and I'm going to give you ideas that other people don't have that you can uh, exercise and that you'll employ and I say yes there'll be a side uh, of your life that will have great uh, financial uh, recompense for what you're doing but you'll also receive a notoriety for some of the things that I'm going to call you to do and people will be calling you from coast to coast to ask you for your wisdom and your help on these many matters and surely I will work through you to accomplish these things you need not lean upon your past training you don't even have to lean upon how smart you are all you have to do is let me work through you and you can stand back and be amazed and give me all the glory for this the Lord says I will accomplish in my own power thus says the Lord hallelujah 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 yes yes praise God God bless her hallelujah thank you Jesus and your first name Sophia yes Jesus we praise you tonight praise you tonight praise you tonight for Sophia Thank you, Jesus. You probably know it, but your name means wisdom. And the Lord said that that was not a mistake or just a humanly prompted name. But it was one that was going to connect with how he was going to build and develop your life. For I have always given you wisdom, even when you weren't totally walking in my spirit. But I say now you have the availability of great wisdom, not the wisdom of this earth, not the wisdom that this culture follows, but a wisdom that is aligned with my word. My daughter, I'm asking that you would now take a deeper dive with me, that you would now embark upon a new journey of depth and maturity that you would embark upon a journey of growing in your knowledge and your wisdom like never before. 
and you have told yourself in the past, it's too late to do this, it's too late to do that, or I'm over the hill with that. And the Lord said, no, not really, because what I deem as time is not what you consider to be time. And I say that I have wisdom that you yet have even to apply or receive. And so I say that I will call you a woman of wisdom and you'll be used as a woman of mercy and wisdom and you will pass it on to others and bless the lives of many. But now is a time, grow, grow deeper in your grasp of the word of God. For I say that there are still gaps and there are still um there are still vacuums in your life and even in the in the building line upon line uh, there are things that still need to be filled in and made complete and I say keep your eyes upon me and walk within the parameters of truth and my word and surely I will bring these things to pass and you shall fulfill all that your name implies thus says the Lord bless her tonight in Jesus name amen 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 praise God Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, I want to ask uh, tonight if you're, if you um, are currently, um, by the way, if, if I ask for this kind of a word and someone who's already been ministered to, if it applies to you, if you don't mind, just stay seated. That way we kind of expand the opportunities. If you are involved in your, your current employment, if it is an entrepreneurial effort, so if you would consider yourself an entrepreneur and uh, that connects with what you're doing in terms of your, your employment or your career, if, if you would just stand up so I can see who you are right now. All right, I know there's a number of you men and women. Okay, all right, y'all come forward, please, if you would, please. All right. Hallelujah. Uh, first of all, one thing to the group. Uh, I felt like the Lord said, um, and this Terry is for, for you guys to just know as well. I felt like the Lord said that this church is um, the Lord's hands on this church, you know that if you're a part of this church and this house, um, but what God has, he's got a lot more in store for this church, and one of the things that he's going to do is, is really bless this church with more and more people with an entrepreneurial spirit that carry that spirit, that entrepreneurial spirit, and, and, um, and uh, every entrepreneur is not wealthy. Uh, but entrepreneurs are unique people that God has created to do certain things uh, um, that others can't do. And so the Lord, uh, I feel like the Lord is just saying that really to look for that. And you may want to find a way to, to have a, a mechanism for encouraging others that entrepreneurs. I find frequently that entrepreneurs and people uh, with those gifts um, need other people to interact with and say, well, tell me what you've gone through and how has this worked for you? And I feel like uh, that may be something even as a church that y'all might want to uh, find a way to have an affinity group or something regarding that. Okay, we'll start here. Names? Yes, Justin and Rebecca. Thank you, Lord. You know what's good, guys? I've known you for many years uh, in my visits here. 
The good news is that I rarely ever forgive it, forget. I rarely ever remember anything that I minister over people. Isn't that good? It really helps me. When I go back to a church and I see, I don't remember anything I've ever said, although I remember likely having prophesied over you guys before. Uh, has anything ever come true that I've said? Anything? Well, they're looking at me like, I can't think of a word. <laughs> Not one. All right. I, forget I asked that question. Let's just, let's pray. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I just feel the Holy Spirit just uh, wanting to uh, express approval that his favor is on you. And you have seen some things in your lives that have been inexplicable uh, you couldn't figure out why it would happen to you and you felt even though you felt like you just fell into it like man I don't know how that happened we just that just happened or some people might even call it lucky but the Lord says to you tonight that that approval is a is really an act of his his favor and that the favor of God that is on you is on you because you have proven yourself faithful. And that your faithfulness has resulted in favor. And the favor of the Lord. The Lord wants you to know that your favor is being extended and expanded through your family. And it is not you, you have not been uh, selfish or grasping of it just for yourself. But you have had open hands and willingness for that the blessings that God has brought into your life to flow out to others so the Lord's just promising you tonight a multiplied blessings continued favor continued favor that is going to be upon you and even as the Bible says that the favor of the Lord surrounds us like a shield the Lord said lift I can just even just see it even tonight in the spirit just literally a shield surrounding you and your family and it's the favor of the lord and that favor is going to open new doors it's going to open new opportunities there's not only financial doors and business doors but family doors and 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 uh, and blessings upon your kids and opportunities for them that were unexpected the lord has said just expect more favor more 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 favor and just give him the praise and continue Continue to do the little things that got you to where you're at now. Don't forget the basics and continue to do those things. And God's display of his favor will continue in days to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I met you earlier. Mick, did I remember right? All right. And Mickey and Linda, we won't talk about your Alabama and Auburn affiliations. That has nothing, nothing to do with the word of the Lord for you tonight. You confessed your sin to me earlier, but uh, all right. Thank you, Jesus.
Lord is saying tonight to you that I have planted you. I have planted you here. And even the questions about whether it was me or your own ideas, you can now put them out of your mind. Because I was the God that orchestrated the events to get you here. It was not the act of man. It was not the crisis. It was not the situation. But it was me, for I the Lord, even as I brought Abram out of the Ur of Chaldees and brought him on a journey, have surely you have had a journey in your life that has taken you from place to place, from this to that. But the Lord said, now at this juncture of your life, you are now in a place that I will cause your roots to grow deep. You are planted, but be securely planted and allow yourself to plant to be planted with, with depth, to be planted with assurance, to be planted with expectation that your planting is going to be fruitful as you are in the house of the Lord, as you are keeping your eyes set upon kingdom purposes for your life. For I have not called you to simply prosper, but I've called you to represent my kingdom. And my kingdom is of peace and it is of joy and righteousness. My kingdom is marked by character qualities. And I say pursue those attributes that will cause you to be visible to others and they would see Jesus who reigns over that kingdom through your life and through your words and through your successes. So I say unto you, be planted in the house of the Lord. Be planted deeply even here because the journey that you're on will no longer be a, a journey that will cause you to flip-flop. It will no longer be a journey that will cause you to go to and fro, but it will be a spiritual journey and a journey of learning, and you will continue to learn and to grow and be blessed, but you have arrived at your journey's destination in that sense. And so rejoice in me, says the Lord, that you can settle down. That you can settle down and not be feeling like we're going to have to go through all this again. Do we really have to do that? And the Lord just says, no, you're going to just be settled and planted. And so keep your eyes fixed. Keep your plans laid before the Lord loosely that he can adjust as he sees fit. For I say unto you, my children, my hand and my heart is open to you. For I have called you to this journey in your journey to this place, be at peace. Lay aside the anxiety and the worries and the fears, and I'll fill you with that shalom that only comes from heaven, thus says the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hey, guys. Somebody step up a little bit closer to me. Your names? Al and Patricia. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
I feel like the Holy Spirit has given to you guys a very clear, um, it's like there are people that God has brought into your path that are people in need, people with uh, significant needs, and you have maybe even wondered, why, why are we connected with these people this way? And the Lord says, it's because I want to use you in their lives. And um, um, you've been actually praying for more connections. And the Lord, uh, and you've been actually looking outside, like over the wall for more connections. And the Lord said, you already have the connections. They're around you. Just open your eyes and see. These are people with needs, and they're going to be looking for help. They're going to be looking for answers. And the Lord said that I'm equipping you both to be people who help others to overcome. I've called you to help others learn to be conquerors. I've called you with ministries to help deliver captives and see them set free. For I've given to you the message of the gospel. I've given to you the message of freedom. I've given to you the message of truth. And surely some have even um, called you out for being narrow-minded and said, why are you so narrow-minded and why don't you be more tolerant? And the Lord said that you are standing exactly where you need to, firmly fixed upon who I am and what you are called to do. Serve me with the rest of your days and I will encircle you and lead you into a path where many, you will find many along that path. And just like the Good Samaritan, he kept finding people with need, finding that one on the road uh, with special needs. Be ready to minister. Minister out of mercy. Minister out of love. Minister with a servant spirit. And surely the good news that flows through not only your words, but also through your works will bring others into a relationship with me. And I say that you will be my emissaries and you will be my ambassadors and you will be missionaries because you will go and you will come and you will touch the lives of many who others have rejected and marginalized, thus says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seal that word to them, Lord, tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Your name? David and Rebecca. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I feel like the Lord's saying, David's been real rough lately. There's been some really rough waters. There have been some, um, some um, I, I, the word that comes to me is threats. I, I don't know if that's accurate. Um, you have, um, you've really wondered whether the price that you've paid uh, has a payoff. You've wondered whether the sacrifice that you, you've made will result in any kind of benefit. And the Lord said, it's time for you to return to the moment of your, when you started. It's time that you review, rehearse the direction, the decisions that have been made in the past. And as you rehearse those and revisit those and see them refined, for surely there were mixed motives and there were mixed reasons and there were mixed methods involved. 
And as you lay them before me and as you allow me to filter and sort through them, I will bring you to a place of new resolve. I'll bring you to a place of new concentration and focus that you have not had. And it will mean it will mean that the, the pruning of certain things, it will even mean uh, the challenge of you finding agreement between you in areas that have been um, uh, reasons for conflict and reasons for disagreement in the past. And the Lord says, he, if you'll let him, he's going to bring you both into alignment with one another and with his will and plan. And, and the Lord said, it's not just an issue of what to do, what he's wanting you to do, but it's a matter of knowing when to do it and how to do it. It's an issue of timing. It's an issue of, of how you go about it. But the Lord said that he is the source of all these answers, and you just need to, you need to humble yourself before him. Lay aside that human pride that has caused you to, to you know, be hard to admit certain things to certain people. Just humble yourself before the Lord. For the Lord said this is all a part of the breaking that you're going through. The brokenness that is, it should be the result of this season will open you up to new insight, new wisdom. The Lord will flow through you with new ideas, and he's going to narrow the scope of what you've been attempting to do and be prepared for him to adjust, be prepared for him to modify what you thought was the best uh, because God knows best, <laughs> and he's got a plan, and his plans work. And if there's one thing I've learned in life, it's like when I try to figure it, do it my way, I even may have an, something he's given me, but if I try to do it my way, it just falls apart. So the Lord said, go back to the beginning, go back to that seminal moment and rethink it uh, in light of God's word, in light of the spirit of God, and allow the Lord to just show you where, where things got off track and where things have gotten mixed up. And the Lord says, this is a moment, not of failure, but this is a, a moment of, of relaunch and remaking and reformatting and, and, and rethinking. And the Lord is going to do great things as he renews you, not only in what you're putting your hands to, but even in your relationship with one another and with him. And Father, we thank you that you have plans for this couple. And we ask, Lord, that nothing would stand in their way that all the obstacles that are there right now, Lord, we're asking for miracles. We're asking for resources. We're asking for uh, others to come alongside of them and around them to support them, to reinforce them. Lord, whatever they need, Lord, I ask that you would provide it tonight. We thank you, Father, that you're going you're gonna to do these things that you've spoken tonight. And I pray that they would have hearts and minds to see it, to receive it, and to follow it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Did that hit the spot at all? Okay, good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And your name? Razia? Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Uh, the word that comes to me is open doors. Open doors. You've been asking for open doors. Asking for those doors to be opened. And the Lord says tonight, the doors uh, shall be opened. But for every door that is open, there will be a price to pay. And the question you will have to resolve as the doors open in front of you is, am I prepared to open that door and pay this price? And the wisdom of the Lord tonight that he wants to offer you is, every open door is not necessarily the Lord's open door. 
because sometimes doors open to you, opportunities come to you that it's not God, it's just people, it's just circumstances. So that means you have to develop a discerning spirit, that you have to develop hearing ears, that you really got to walk day by day uh, according to the word of God and biblical truth. And you need to align yourself with that and only take the steps that he's showing to you. And so uh, just know, don't, don't be presumptuous and don't be uh, immature in your decision making, but decide what you're going to do. Do it with all your heart and might, but be discerning, be careful. But there will come open doors, but not every one of them will be directly from the Lord. But the Lord will show you if you lean upon him and you'll make the right decisions and the Lord will continue to show you where to go from there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And your name? Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. The Lord just says that you have um, a very high level of intelligence. Um, other people have observed it and noted it, and you have exercised it. Uh, and some people may think uh, you may feel somewhat even marginalized by some people in the way they treat you, but the Lord tonight wants to affirm you and who you are and what he's made you to be. He's given to you a capacity that is remarkable and that is very uh, highly uh, uh, high in terms of its potential, and the Lord says, don't, uh, don't waste a moment, don't waste a day but apply yourself to what God has put in front of you. And I feel like the Lord is saying, don't limit him. You kind of have a, a plan, and it's like a plan that's about like this. And the Lord says, no, I, I wanted to do all this, and, you're, and you, keep, you keep limiting it. And the Lord just say, take the limits off of him. And, and just, grow, just grow in your ability to believe that God wants to do bigger things, greater things for you and with you than you could ever imagine. And, and the Lord just says, uh, you've been in the past, um, there have been abusive words spoken to you over your life. And the Lord just wants you to know that in, that, that in his heart, he wants you to know that you are his child, that you are his daughter. You have been accepted with his love. And tonight, he wants you to feel loved. He wants you to feel accepted. He wants you to feel encouraged tonight that you belong to him. So will you do that? Will you accept that from him tonight? Father, we just pray you wrap your loving arms around her tonight and give her the, ever the assurance that she needs. Heal her. Heal her deeply in her mind, her memory, her emotions from the things that have hurt her in the past. Lord, that you would just do amazing things in her life that you might now do other things through her life. Lord, help her to learn to know you in an intimate way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We'll not go much longer. Let me just ask this right now, first of all, so that I don't forget it. So if you're here tonight, I felt like the Lord said that there would be some, some healings and miracles that would be available in the house tonight to tap into. So if you're here tonight, you have pain in your body right now. If you have pa a pain in your body right now, I want you to stand up. Some physical pain in your body. All right, so we're going to pray for you all first. You can stay right where you're at. You know, I believe in body ministry. I believe in... Um, 
that you have the same Holy Spirit I do. <laughs> How many you know that even our kids, they don't have kid-sized Holy Spirit? It's the same Holy Spirit, amen? So if maybe you're close to someone who's standing, you don't mind just reach your hand out right to them, and we're going to rebuke those pains and address the root causes right now. We're going to pray for healing and miracles. We know who does that. Amen. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we speak right now over each of these men and women and young people that are standing with physical pain. Jesus, you took more pain than we can even imagine. You took it on the cross for us. We thank you tonight that you are greater than the pain that these are experiencing. We know that pain is most commonly associated with a sickness, disease, or a condition. And right now, Jesus, we thank you that you are the one that, put, that, that lays an ax to the root. And so right now, we speak in prayer over the root issues of the pain. Right now, we cut it off at the very root. We rebuke sickness, disease. We break every curse, every curse of, of disease uh, that might be at the root. I curse arthritis. I, can, I curse that nerve uh, condition in the name of Jesus. I rebuke and curse uh, uh, the, the, the lower back uh, issues that are going on uh, into the organs uh, of people's organs that have been affected by sickness and disease in Jesus name I speak healing and wholeness to them right now uh, there's a couple of you that have some disc issues in your neck and in your lower back and Jesus is wanting to touch those right now Lord we just ask right now cause the bulging disc just to go back into place we thank you even right now yes up in the upper neck area and even in the lower uh, lumbar area right now Lord for taking care of those disc areas we thank you right now that even the, the nerves that have been affected would be healed up and down the back and down the legs in Jesus name for that person who has pain in their feet right now I speak healing to that pain right now and I say go and dissipate be gone we release the healing of Jesus right now into this room heal every sickness heal every disease oh Jesus we know that you are greater than any of our conditions you're greater than the pain that we're feeling and we right now we thank you Lord that you died so that you might take our sicknesses and our griefs and our pains upon your body and we believe it we receive it right now and I thank your Holy Spirit right now there are people being touched right now some of you are actually feeling uh, a sensation there are people in the room right now who are standing and you're feeling it a sensation of one kind or the other some are burning and some are more electrical uh, feeling pulses going through your body right now just receive that let the Lord completely work on that right now in Jesus name right now there's there's several of you that are standing with pain that is the result of, of even uh, having been recently treated and hospitalized and you're still in recovery and the Lord says right now uh, that he's just he's speeding it up he's speeding up the recovery right now in Jesus name in Jesus name there's healing there's healing and miracles this is a house of miracles we declare it tonight for every person standing Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of them quicken their physical bodies right now remove every sickness remove the root causes and bring relief right now 
Uh, if you're standing, if, if maybe you couldn't do something before that you may just want to test it and see if the pain is gone, you might want to just do that as a way just to, as an act of faith and just see if there's instant relief. Some of you may have instant relief. Others may have progressive, but I just believe that you're going to be better. It's going to be better in Jesus' name. Can we just all praise Jesus? Just all praise him. Amen. All right, y'all can be seated. Be seated. Anyone else with a physical condition right now that needs healing? Maybe there wasn't pain in your body, but you have a physical condition that you believe that Jesus is healer, and you want to ask him to heal you tonight, just stand up. Anyone else that has, maybe there's not pain in your body right now, you stand in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus right now. Oh, we just speak to these four right now. Let the power of God touch them. Let the power of God touch them. From the top of the head to the bottom of their feet. For a person in this room that has ulcers, we address that in Jesus' name. Heal them right now. There's several people, I don't know where they're standing or not, that have digested gastrointestinal issues. The Lord is healing right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for making it right. Making it right. Lord, touch these who are standing. We pray that you would heal them from any sickness, any disease. We release healing into the body. Just surge through their body right now. Completely release them. Completely release them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. I just want to do two more things here before uh, we conclude. So first of all, um, I had the privilege of being involved in... in uh, ordaining um, uh, Pastor Joanne, so I know she's new in your midst, at least in that capacity. Can I just prophesy over you really quickly, if I may, sister? And, um, and then I'll just give the, the church a closing word. I should have done this at first, make you come up here and help me. That's oh, what I should have been doing. I had pearls on my feet and I per those aren't, are those pearls? Those are pearls. Well, Jesus, how long did it take you to realize you had pearls on your feet? She missed out the whole evening, all because she didn't know what kind of shoes she was wearing. That'll teach us. All right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for this woman of God. There is a, a vacuum in the church, in the body of Christ, of women who are fully yielded, gifted and anointed, and yet not caught up with self-promotion. And I am searching the earth at all times for those who will serve me without ulterior motives and without ambition and with not an emphasis on title or position. For I look for servants, and to servants I bless with promotion. To servants I bless with opportunities. To those who act with a servant spirit, I bring all good things their way. For do I not also ask that you be clothed with humility? And even as my son Jesus laid down some things in heaven and took on flesh and the form of a servant, 
Even so, I have watched you, my daughter, assume a servant's towel and basin with a heart that is willing to serve and minister to the lowly and to the brokenhearted and to those who need the attention of their heavenly Father. And so because you have done this, surely, says the Lord, I will cause your fruit to be multiplied. And the fruit that shall be multiplied shall be the fruit that are brought into the kingdom of God and the fruit of those who are equipped and trained. For I have called you to be a trainer. I have called you to be a teacher. I have called you to be an intercessor. And I've called you to minister to people out of a, out of a shepherding heart. And I say, care for the sheep, care for the young ones, care for the little lambs, guard those that the enemy comes, that the wolf comes to try to steal and, and, and hurt and harm. And surely I will equip you even beyond your current level of knowledge. I will expand your knowledge both in the spirit and in the word. And I say, even though you have years of experience under your belt, you will be surprised 12 months from now for the amount of growth that you yourself have been receiving because of being in this field. For I say that the harvest shall be great, but the laborers have always been few. And I say, and you will be one that will train the harvesters and help to train the laborers so that the harvest may increase in this house and in this region. So I say unto you, my daughter, keep your heart humble before me. Understand the importance of my anointing, and it is beyond your own personal strength. And when you feel weak, I will make you feel strong. I say, for when you feel incapable, know who is capable. And when you feel without, know who has it all, says the Lord. And every need shall be met, and every uh, even unspoken emotional want and need shall be satisfied. Because I, the Lord, have my eye upon you, and you are surely a daughter of Zion and a servant that needs to be recognized and released to serve. Thus says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless her tonight. In Jesus' name, we seal this word for her. Hallelujah. How about Pastor Terry and uh, Tracy just come stand here with me? I'm going to uh, give a word over the church uh, in closing. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to give it. <laughs> And, of course, these are your shepherd leaders and those who have laid down their lives uh, for the flock, for this church. Uh, I, I don't say this to because they ask me to or they need it. But, uh, you know, it, there are certain things that if you're the shepherd leader of the local flock, you can't say. Uh, I oversee a lot of churches. And so one of the things I like to do is say what they can't say. Because I don't have to come back. You know, <laughs> you know, I may never get to come back. Um, but there is a price that is paid particularly for people who are church planters, which I am. And uh, these are church planters who now are, are, are maturing this body and this house. And there is a price tag attached to this kind of leadership and um, so I just want to encourage you I, you probably wouldn't be here tonight if you weren't the kind of people that appreciated these guys and 
their family and the staff and those who serve in this church and leadership. But could I just encourage you to, to, to tell them more often? How many of you know, husbands, we don't tell our wives we love them enough? That was a... That was a prime moment, men, for y'all to rise up and say amen. You all sat there. As men, we do not tell our wives that we love them enough. It was kind of weak, but I guess we'll roll with it. All right. So we need to tell people that we love them and tell people, express it, our appreciation. So um, I'm not saying that for any reason other than I just understand. I relate. So, uh, so you know, celebrate these guys and what they do and have done. And, and, you know, they're not looking to you for, you know, they don't do what they do for a boy. They do it for, for him. But it helps to have people with flesh on sometimes just to tell us that. All right. So let me just minister over the church now. Thank you, Lord. have I not said that I the Lord will build my church and even as I said that before the very inception of the first church at Jerusalem I have been honoring that promise for these centuries and I say that even in this house, I have been, and I am, and I will be building this church. For a building is a process, and for every process, there is a phase. And there are phases of, that go up, and there are phases that go down. But overall, I am building something here that will last. And things that last require a deeper foundation. Things that are permanent and things that go high and things that accomplish much are required to have a deep foundation dug. And surely I dug that kind of foundation and even you, many of you have said, why did it take so long to get traction? Why did it take so long for us to get to the point that we could do this or that? And I, the Lord Jesus, the architect and the construction manager says this, it's because the, it was because of the depth of the foundation so that I can build something large and tall that many from people in this region, this community, and around the globe could run into this house and receive what they have need of. For I say that although you have been hesitant to widely uh, proclaim your name, and you have been careful to put the name of Jesus above all, I, the Lord, say to you that I shall market this church, 
and I will market this church through the testimonies of changed lives. And I will market this church and I will spread its name and its favor here and around the globe. And know this, that there are things waiting for you in heaven. There are things that you will not see until you are in glory that have already been stored up for me, for you in glory that will be to your credit, that will be a part of your heavenly reward because of the money, because of the sacrifice, because of the hours of studying, because of the times of sacrifice and the times of serving and in times of giving of yourselves for projects and outreaches and this and that. And because you have done so says the Lord I will honor you not only in the eternity which is to come but I say that I will bring blessings to you even in the here and now for I say that there are hundreds and thousands that are waiting to come in through these doors and I say that I will draw them and I say that the that the difficulties and the challenges that you have overcome have trained you to be like a prize fighter, to be like a trained uh, athlete, one that trains for the Olympic Games. And the training is hard and difficult, but the endurance is built up over time. And because of that, and because you have endured, you have run the race and you will continue to do so. And you will find yourself winning the victories that are set along the way. For there are many victories yet to come and as you face the trials and the difficulties I will give you the grace to overcome do not doubt me for I the Lord am the architect of this building this spiritual building this building that is built with living stones that are being built to house the very presence and the glory of God. And I say that every need shall be met and every provision that is required. There is more than enough in my hands to satisfy. And I say that the greatest blessing that I will send your way is not financial resource but our people resources. And I say that I shall build networks and connections and people with that are already trained and I will send those that do not have a clue I'll send people that are not saved and I'll see it send people that are leaders already and I say that with the balance that I send and with the balance of this house that is already here I will continue to build a, a, an expression of my body in this region for I say that you are not a church only to reach a small radius of geography, but you are a church in which you shall be that lighthouse, and the light will shine brightly and it will shine far. And I say that, yes, the glory will be stored up for you, but you shall also experience the blessings of being prospered. And what you put your hands to as a church, the Lord says, I will honor and bless it because your motives are pure and your methods are righteous and because I the Lord am doing this thing hallelujah amen amen church stand to your feet can we just thank the Lord for a moment for his goodness tonight how he's ministered to us Lord we praise you tonight Lord we give you glory tonight we give you all the credit tonight for every good thing that you've done, touching people's minds and emotions and bodies and giving us encouragement and strengthening and comfort. We know it all comes from you. Lord, we thank you that we'll remain faceless and nameless as Jesus gets the glory. In your name we pray, amen and amen. God bless y'all. It's been fun to be with you today. See you next time. Pastor.
and Bobby and maybe y'all soon. But don't y'all don't y'all feel a sense of change in the spirit the last few months? It's just just something different. It was funny. Trace and I were youth pastors at Family Life and Lafayette. Went to a, a conference Pastor Bobby was at. There were a bunch of people there, and uh, we we were looking. We were interviewing for churches around to go be a pastor. And Bobby Bobby he told us he said, you know, you're not going to go somewhere. You're going to go plant a church. And it's going to be a multicultural church. I mean, it was just like what you see today. When we started, we had 14 white people in our church. Seriously. Hey, Pastor Bobby, I know you, you don't remember this, but the first prophecy he spoke over me came. We were in a daycare down here. Oh, this is after the one he spoke about us planning here. And he said, um, he said, you know, the Lord, the Lord said you have the, you have the ability to, for extreme focus. And, and you can ask Tracy, whenever I get on something, I'm on something. And he said, look, here, the Lord wants you to know right now you are like a bus driver. Don't worry about who's on the bus. Don't worry about who's getting off the bus. Just drive the bus. Just drive the bus. In that cartoon about the magic school bus, whatever's going through our mind, you're, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a school bus driver. So anyway, God bless you. Uh, we're still having Wednesday service, so, hey, bring people with you. Let's keep building and growing. God bless you. Have a great week. Oh, hey, one, one last thing. Um, so we record this audio. So if you go to our website, give us 24 hours. Go to our website and under audio. On our website, I don't know if you know, there's videos. You can watch every Sunday service, all the messages. But under audio, and you can listen to that and go to your name, and you'll be able to hear what was said tonight. God bless you.